Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the VCM Quick Strike for Monday, September 5th, 2022. And to everybody in the United States, happy Labor Day. From the Epic Times, this is not too great. The IRS has mistakenly published confidential information on 120,000 taxpayers. They said this on Friday. It accidentally exposed, but has since removed the confidential financial information of those taxpayers. Now, apparently, this was an inadvertent and now corrected disclosure of a subset of Forms 990-T. And you might be asking yourselves, what's a Form 990-T? It's okay. I asked myself that too. It is the business tax return form used by tax-exempt entities to report business income or investments that are unrelated to their exempt purpose. Now, while the IRS, according to the article, is required to publicly disclose the Form 990-T for 501c3 organizations, some Form 990-T data was inadvertently published for a subset of non-501c3s, which are not subject to public disclosure. So, according to the article as well, the IRS took, quote, immediate steps and removed the errant files from irs.gov. Next up, from the Associated Press by way of Security Week, hackers of third-party providers stole customer data, including social security numbers, addresses, and account numbers of home mortgage buyers at KeyBank, according to the bank. Apparently, there was a break-in on July 5th, or at least it was noticed on July 5th, at the insurance services provider Overby Sewell Company. Now, KeyBank operates in 15 states and has close to $200 billion in assets, didn't say how many of its customers were affected. But the item of concern here is that KeyBank is just one of Overby Sewell's customers. Apparently, their customer base includes banks, credit unions, mortgage servicers, finance companies, and property investors. And its products include a tracking system for real-time insurance monitoring that can be integrated with other financial industry software platforms. The data that got out included name, address, mortgage account number, and the first eight digits of the nine-digit social security number. Not really sure what the point is of keeping eight and not nine. Never really heard that before, or if I had, I don't recall. Anyway, keep an eye on this one because I have a feeling that KeyBank may not be the only one affected by this particular breach. From Cyber News, Reville claims to have hit a Fortune 500 company. The group says that it has breached Medea Group, a major Chinese electrical appliance manufacturer, and claims to have stolen about 400 gigabytes of data, including firmware source code. Now, Cyber News did reach out to Medea Group for comment, but they didn't receive any information or comment back. So this is a developing story. 2.5 million student loan records were breached. This uh, from Ed Financial and the Oklahoma Student Loan Authority, OSLA. They're notifying over 2.5 million loanees that their personal data was exposed in the breach. This was revealed to affected loan recipients on July 21st. Now, apparently, and this article comes from ThreatPost, apparently this could be a little bit of an issue because Quote, with the recent news of student loan forgiveness, it's reasonable to expect that the occasion to be used by scammers is a gateway for criminal activity. So this is probably not the first time that scammers are going after student loan information because of the student loan forgiveness program here in the United States. And keep an eye out for that, particularly if you have student loans, even if you're not 
thinking about participating in the forgiveness program, they could very well use that information to entice, target, and ultimately scam you. So keep an eye out for that. And our last article comes from Hackademicus. A new phishing scam targets American Express cardholders. Cybersecurity firm Armorlock Blocks discovered a new phishing campaign aimed at American Express customers. Nothing really exciting about that. The subject of the email is what you would think for a phishing email. Important notification about your account. Once it opens, the email appears as a legitimate email from American Express. Upon opening the attachment, victims are greeted with a message announcing additional verification requirements for the associated account. Urgency is instilled within the victims through the inclusion of the language, quote, this is your last chance to confirm it before we suspend it. And a prompt for victims to complete a one-time verification process that was needed as part of a global update. And, of course, if they click on the message, they are redirected to a fake American Express login page, which includes a company logo and a link to download the American Express app. So nothing outstandingly different about this particular fish, but the thing that actually was rather outstanding to me is I believe that I saw this on a Twitter feed somewhere and I had never heard of Hackademicus. So perhaps a new interesting site for getting information out there as far as like the threat environment goes. That's Hackademicus. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. If I'm not, someone can let me know. And finally, as I noted at the top of the program, for those who are in the United States, this is Labor Day and is considered a three-day holiday weekend. Traditionally, in some areas of the country, particularly in the North, it is the kickoff for school. I remember thinking that never really liked this weekend because that meant Tuesday I had to go back to school. But uh, it's a it's a time of uh, change from summer to fall traditionally, and a lot of times people have some special plans. And I did something rather special today in a way, and I'll talk about it in 30 seconds. You know, I talk a lot about the need for maintaining uh, physical fitness as part of an overall balance so that you can perform in your position, particularly in information security, which is really stressful. Uh, One of the questions that I always ask my guests on the Tuesday program is, what do you do to decompress? Well, one of the things that I have done traditionally over the years is running. Now, as I get older, running becomes more difficult. I certainly do not have the stride length that I used to have, although I have had some improvement recently, but it's a a constant um, downward trend once you get past a certain age. And so for me to be able to do some of the stuff that I did before, it gets more and more difficult, which I'm okay with because kind of like you go to war with the army you have, you 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 go to life with the body you have, I guess. But today, I participated in the um, Franklin Classic 10K. Now, I've done this before. What makes it a little bit easier for me is that the start and finish line is actually right outside my office. So, um, which, which of course makes prep for it very easy. And uh, so I apologize that I wasn't able to get this out earlier. That's why I was doing it. And also happy to say that even at 55, I was able to complete a 10K in under an hour. Not by much, but it still counts. So what's the whole point with that and and information security and cybersecurity? Well, it gets back to what I was talking about as far as stress relief. Find something that you can do in order to get and step away from some of this, because you can get sucked into all of this, whether you're more focused on the technical cyber side or on the more governance and risk and compliance information security side. You need to be the best you can be 
in order to do the best that you can do. So I hope you had a great Labor Day and got a great episode coming up tomorrow. Donna Gallagher joins us um, on the interview. Uh, She's very much into um, the factor analysis of information risk in addition to other things that she does in the VCSO world. So check us out then. And until then, stay secure.